are worlds between our own, and from these worlds there are written histories, both ancient and modern. To read of these testaments, scrawled in hidden places and on other things, you must fix your eyes uncomfortably within you, and if successful, your gaze will unlock the door behind raw imagination and meet the manuscript of innumerable folios known as the Dark Darkness. I'm Sharkchild, and this is the Dark Verse. Testaments scrawled in hidden places. Testaments scrawled in hidden places. And on nether things. And on nether things. With the sole purpose of sharing with you. With the sole purpose of sharing with you. A unique world of horror. A unique world of horror and fantasy. And fantasy that will follow you. That will follow you to the visions of your sleep. Those are 11th grade English students at Shalhavet High School in Los Angeles. I had the pleasure of speaking to them about writing and uh, about my podcast. And then I had them record a few of my precious dark verse words so that I could share them with the world. Before I move forward with the episode, don't forget to find me at facebook.com slash sharkchild so you can like my page and have me in your newsfeed. Also, I have a fabulous book containing the first 26 stories of the Dark Verse, and it's called From the Passages of Revenants, the Dark Verse, Volume 1. You can find that in the Kindle version on Amazon for only $4.99, or you can find the hardcover version on my website, thedarkverse.com, for only $17.99 with free shipping. Alright, episode 74. This story is a poetic vision of the struggle of the rejected, I guess you could say, whether that be an appearance or mental challenges or family challenges. This idea of people that have some aspect in their life where it feels a little bit ugly, this is their battle to overcome that and the power in that. Here we go. This is episode 74 of The Dark Verse, and it is entitled The Cry of the Crooked. Upward I climbed, foot over foot, and hand over hand. Blood pounded at my temples while I strained to maintain strength and focus. Beads of sweat rolled off of my forehead and fell the depths of my course. My sight was set on nothing but the path I had already traveled. My feet were above me, and my hands were below. Backwards I crawled to achieve my movement. The future reversed, the past to come. To trick the summit, to allow me passage. I took my time. I rehearsed each movement meticulously in my mind. I pressed fiercely my feet into stone and moved at the pace of a turtle's stride. Double-jointed knees abled my legs with the necessary angles of grip and with pull. 
My hands supported me and helped spring me to new footholds. I did not climb because I had to. I did not climb because I wanted to. I climbed because of ill-fated ability. I climbed because I could and no one else. Not the strong, not the powerful. Only I, one of the strange, one of the outcasts, one of the deformed of miscreation. I climbed Mount Uzun Ritadextedit to prove the worthiness of imperfection and to scream its curse atop the peak of existence. Seven bridges, the pathways of its seven disciples and seven worlds, led to Mount Uzun Ritidex Dedit, the behemoth of realms. It stood at the crossroads of things as the tie between them. It held dreams together in miseries and condemnation and potential. It towered above the blight of existence as existence, a precursor to existence and also the apocalypse bringer to end existence. In defilement, it was the master of the universe, binding the cracks of the unholy regions of life. This mount was time unto infinity, but into infinity insurmountable, for it was as it was not, a shifting abomination of space seen only in reflection, touched only in loss, and ascended only in reverse. A ring-shaped platform of channeling and immurement that connected to the seven bridges that connected to the seven worlds surrounded Mount Uzun Ritidextedit. The platform and the bridges were made of bone, structures as old as intellect. Hanging on and from them were the thick residues of the mount's filth, accumulating like soot over time. The seven different worlds were each unique habitats of life, while the mount itself was rejected by life an atrocity of time and space, connecting these worlds together like the hollow of a tree, holding them wholesomely with this nefarious, damning power. Beneath the bridges churned a sea of void stone, riddled with cracks and flowing molten plasma, excrements of matter. The distance I had covered so far was four miles over the duration of seven days, although the days passed not by any reference to cosmic means. Time at Mount Uzenridadextedit was not uncontrollable. It was based on movement, on oneself. These seven days of progression were traveled in subtraction to the life I had thus far lived based on the distance I had covered. Into my past I climbed with the future unraveling. To climb the mount was to climb against life and knowledge and reason. As I gained height, the impious effect of the mount began to significantly wear me down. The thoughts of my mind began to buckle and collapse with the erosion of time. And I could not gauge the summit. I could never know how close or how far I was from its forbidden peak. But I continued to climb, and eventually I did so without thought, moving with only the premonition of touch. When I neared the top, the seven disciples of the mount came upon me, the mount had called upon them, and now they arrived. They rode the winds of voice, traveling upon words that could pierce existence. I could see them come with my eyes facing downward. I could see the variety of their forms and functions, the uniqueness each carried from each unique world. I could see the devilish beasts of words they rode, beasts constructed by vision and given mass by decree. I could see their haste and the mercilessness stamped upon their purposes. But even they, 
as they neared me, were no match for the laws of the mount. The very mount they studied, praised, and protected, for time was a wonder of movement, and their speeds were incredible. So with incredible speed came the incredible alteration of time within the spectrum of their ascent. They could not reach me before the erasing of time stripped their words of forward momentum. An enchantment spoken against time cannot hold the structure necessary for manifestation, and so their spells of voice travel broke, sending them upon a fall into failure and the future cold. When nothing but the feeling of pressure between limb and surface was within my capability of reception, my climb reached its climax. I was at the pinnacle of Mount Uzen Ridedexdedet. Without the ability to reach for a higher stone, and without reason and knowledge, I cried out. I screamed into the archways of existence a single ululation of plea. I fell from the past into the future, and from the future into the unknown that is confusion. I fell into logic and awareness. I returned to filth and my place in crookedness. I blinked but once before I dissolved into the plasma below. That concludes episode 74 of The Dark Verse. You can download all of the past episodes from my website, thedarkverse.com, or you can also get them on iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, please give my podcast a rating. You can give it one through five stars, and you have the option of writing a little review if you want to. Okay, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I myself did, and ate a lot of food as I always do and uh, that's it adios all stories on the dark verse are the sole property of shark child and cannot be used for distribution publication or monetary gain without my written consent sleep deeply and remember to love